Welcome to the WordPress Briefing, the podcast where you can catch quick explanations of the ideas behind the WordPress open source project, some insight into the community that supports it, and get a small list of big things coming up in the next two weeks. I'm your host, Josefa hayden Champosi. Here we go. Today I'm going to take you through a quick look at the final WordPress release of 2021. It will be WordPress 5.9 and there will be a ton of things in it, including a fresh new default theme, and there are a few things that you definitely need to know about it right now. The target release date is December 14th, 2021, which means that some of our milestones happen around Thanksgiving in the US and a few big commercial dates globally, uh, days like Giving Tuesday and Black Friday, etc. Um, I'll include a link to the post with all the target dates in the show notes so that you can plan with those in mind. And also in the show notes, I'll include a link to Matthias Ventura's post that includes the target features for the release. Um, when you look at that post, you'll notice that you can sort of group things into two big buckets. Uh, the two buckets that I grouped them into was themes plus tools and also better tools. So bucket number one, themes and all their tools. Um, three things that were really important for me as I was reading through that. Number one is that there is a default theme. As of the time of this recording, I've seen the early concepts for the theme and I love them. Uh, hopefully by the time this podcast is published, the post that showcases the look and feel will also be up on make.wordpress.org design. If it is, then I'll include a link in the show notes so it's easy for everyone to reference. The second thing is block themes in general. So WordPress 5.8 brought to core WordPress a lot of the infrastructure needed to create block themes. Um, and in this release in WordPress 5.9, much of that infrastructure will be made available for folks who don't always feel comfortable working in the code. That's mostly UX and UI changes, so user experience and user interface changes based on user feedback that we've gathered over the last six to eight months. Um, but it also will include the long-awaited navigation block. The third thing that shows up for me in this, in this first bucket, in the themes and all their tools bucket, um, is the UX and interface for theme.json. Uh, the user interface that we're making available for theme.json is a major step forward. Uh, it, this project has been referred to as global styles for a few years, and it, and it, kind of is what it sounds like on the box, um, a way for users to tap into that powerful management tool that we have built through theme.json. Bucket number two, which I am calling publicly tools for days, but also I refer to it as design tools, block tools, and pattern tools. I had this whole vision of sort of a Wizard of Oz, lions and tigers and bears, oh my moment, but I, I can't make it work. So <laughs> design tools and block tools and pattern tools, hoorah, that's as close as we're getting. So that's my first big, just like big number two bucket for you. For most of these tools, the best way to describe it is quality of life improvements. Lots of streamlining of what's there, lots of building what's not. But there's one that's substantial and worth digging into a bit more, and that's the gallery block refactor. The dev note for this actually already exists. Like before we had the planning roundup post, the dev note was created. Um, and so I will, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But the headline is that this refactor will make the creation and maintenance of image blocks and the gallery block work the same way. 
If you are a theme or plugin developer, head on over to the dev notes that I have linked below and um, take some time to get familiar with it. And then the final thing, which has a bunch of small things in it, but will make a huge impact for all of our users overall, is that we're working on more intuitive and responsive tools on blocks. That is something that has come up frequently in our user testing, again, over the last six to eight months. Uh, and we are going to chip away at that long list of, of needs that we have in those particular tool sets. And that's, and that's really it. So that's a really big, broad look at what we're trying to get into the final release of the year. And I know that when I say like, this is our hoped for stuff, this is our best guess at the moment, sometimes it can feel like, like we should know that already, like I should know already what's going into the release. And on the one hand, yes, um, I really believe in this list of things that we're going to put into the release. I think they're going to be good. But the reason that I always refer to it as like the hoped for things, the things that are on the roadmap, our best targets, is because I know that for me, I don't ever want to ship something that is going to be a worse experience for users. And so I always like to save the space to be able to remove a feature or re remove an enhancement a little bit closer to the time of the release, just to make sure that what we are offering is the best that we can offer. However, as it says right there in the 19 learnings of, of open source, um, if, if there's a bug, there's a job, right? Uh, there's a lot of tolerance in open source software for shipping slightly imperfect work, and that's good. When we ship software that's a little bit imperfect, it makes it clear how everyone can participate, how everyone could participate if they could find this WordPress community that supports the CMS. If you've never participated in a release and you are interested to learn how it goes, you can always follow along on make.wordpress.org slash core. Uh, and of course, we do a lot of our meetings in the WordPress, the Making WordPress uh, community Slack, which you can find at chat.wordpress.org if you are not already in that particular instance. That brings us now to our small list of big things. I have three things on my list for you. The first one is WP Translation Day slash month. For folks who've been following along for a bit, you probably noticed that Translation Day has been uh, going on all month long, all of September, uh, so that we can have small individual local events and really bring people into the process of translating WordPress and making WordPress uh, more usable for more people especially uh, when they don't necessarily speak English as their first language. It's a wonderful event. There's been Translation Day at the end of September for years, and this Translation Month is working its way up to that Translation Day. I will leave a link to the event page um, in the notes below, and I really encourage you to drop by. The second thing is that WordCamp US is coming up on October 1st. It is going to be a virtual event, um, as so many of our events are right now. Tickets are open. The schedule just got published last week, and so we have a good concept of who is talking about what while we're there. I suggest you wander over to the schedule, take a look at anything that might be inspirational to you or anyone who looks like they're answering questions that you've had as you have been trying to build your WordPress business. 
And then the third thing on my smallest of big things, some of you may already be aware that Andrea Middleton has left the WordPress project. She has been um, an absolute fixture in the WordPress open source project for the last 10 years. And while we will all miss her terribly, um, her work has been so influential and so foundational that we actually won't really feel much like she's gone. We will see the evidence of her work in everything that she does and everything that she has done while we build a better and and more inclusive WordPress um, after her. As a final love letter to the community, she published a series of things that she learned about how to contribute to open source and especially how to contribute to WordPress as an open source project. I'm gonna link those in the show notes as well. For anyone who has worked with Andrea for a long time, when you read it, it will just remind you of her voice and will be like a nice, warm, comforting hug as she heads on to her next endeavors. And for folks who have never worked with her before, it's still really excellent information that I think translates into all areas of the work that we do, especially right now as people are moving to distributed work and remote work a bit more. Um, and I encourage everyone to at least give one or two of them a read. That, my friends, is your small list of big things. Thank you for tuning in today for the WordPress briefing. I'm your host, Josefa Hayden Champosi, and I'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm.